So we begin the meditation by choosing the most comfortable posture and make yourself as comfortable as you can. And bring your awareness into your body. And start from the top of the head. Just aware the feelings, sensations of your body from the top of your head to your forehead. Is there any tension, any tightness? So you just relax. And slowly you move your awareness your tension to your back of your head, to your neck. And just relax. So you move your attention to your right shoulder. Just relax the right shoulder. Relax. And to your left shoulder. Just relax your left shoulder. And slowly, you move your attention to your face. Is there any kindness in your face? Just put a big smile on your face. When you smile, you relax. And slowly, Move your attention to your body and just relax your body. Just relax. And slowly, you move your attention to your waist, relax your waist, and to your buttock. You can feel the contact with a cushion, and just relax.
And now slowly, you move attention to your right arms. And to your right hand. And to the tip of your fingers. And you just relax. Your right arms, hands, and to the tips of your finger. Slowly, you move the attention to your left arms. And just relax. From your left arms to your hands to the tips of your finger. Just relax. Now you move attention to your right hips, to your thigh, to your knee. To your legs, to your ankles, and to the tips of your toe. And just relax every single part from your hips, your thigh, your right thigh, knee, leg, your foot and the tip of your toes just relax now you move your attention to your left hips to your left thigh knee leg, left foot, and to the tip of your toe. And just relax. And now you can feel Every single cell in your body, relax. And you can feel the inner peace and calm within your body. As your body calm down, your mind is started to calm down as well.
So we just bring our attention to our breath. Just simply aware of your in-breath and out-breath. I'm breathing in. I'm breathing out. If there if there's any tension, just breathing in tension and breathing out peace. If there's any anxieties, just breathing in anxieties, breathing out peace. Make peace with every single in-breath and embrace. So you continue. Pays attention with your in and out breath. If you find your mind wander off, just very gently and mindfully bring your attention back to onto your breath just simply watch your breath
So we're going to end the meditation by counting three in and out breath. Then you can open your eyes. Thank you, Venerable. So today we are very happy to uh, have Venerable Hasapanya here uh, for our Sunday service. And she will be speaking on the meaning of life. It is not what you accumulate, but what you give up. Um, sorry, I forgot to introduce a short uh, bio of Venerable earlier. <laughs> so for those who don't know Venerable, um, she's, she was born in Ipoh, Malaysia in 1960. She joined Damasara Nuns Monastery in 2002 as a trainee nun, Anagarika, for two years and a 10 precept nun for four years with Ajahn Vayama as her teacher. She subsequently ordained as a bhikkhuni in 2009 with Aya as her preceptor at Bodhiana Monastery, Australia. Currently, Venerable Hasapanya is the abbot of Damasara and assistant spiritual director of the Buddhist Society of Western Australia. Venerable, over to you. Okay. So, good morning, everyone, and nice to meet all of you. Yes, and I just, uh, you know, been since when I was a child, you know, I, I when I was young, I used to keep thinking, why I'm being alive? What is it I what is life means to me? So but I, I really don't know. I don't know the answer. And I remember when I was very young, because my, my older sister, she's uh, many years older than me, she's twelve years older than me. When she, she married at the age of eighteen and I was only six. So I remember when I was seven then I got a uh, 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 little uh, nephew, you know. So to me, my little nephew is like a living toy, you know. <laughs> I like to play with him. Then I think that it was really fun to have, they have children, kids, it's so cute, you know. Then this is how I developed the perception of, okay, that is life, you know. Like, you know, I grow up, I want to marry, I want to have kids because I like children, you know. But sometimes what you, you expect it to be is always otherwise, isn't it? <laughs> so, so this is what, then when I, 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 you know, when I grown up, and yeah, you know, I, I, I got married and very quick I have, I, 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 I have a son. And of course it's different. When someone child, you play and you give back, then <laughs> of course it's fun. But if your own child, it's a different thing, you know. A loss of responsibility and then the worries when he got sick, you know. And, you know, and, 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 and it's, it's completely different. Because I was thinking that it'd be fun to have my own toy, you know. Before, <laughs> living toy, you know. But and I realized that it's not the case, you know. Sometimes things like what you 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 expected to be is really when you really sometimes 
I actually don't know what I'm getting, you know. So until, you know, when I have own, my own child, so because sometimes you think that this is life, you know. A lot of people think that, oh, you know, because everybody doing it, you know. I have, I have one supporters, oh, looking for partners, looking for boyfriend. Oh, that she thinks that I have to marry, I have to get boyfriend. And then for the sake of getting boyfriend, for the sake of getting married, I have to get one. If not, my life is not complete. This is what her perception, then she tried to find meaning of life that, you know, married, having your family, that is complete, you know. That's why I, I, I used to ask people, do you know is, what is the difference between complete and finish? <laughs> huh? Complete is that, you know, it, <laughs> if you married a wonderful husband or wife, your life is complete. But if, if you marry someone is really nasty, your wife and uh, husband is nasty, you really finish. <laughs> then sometimes this is how, you know, we're looking for that. We think that, oh, then my life will be full, you know, complete, you know. This is, like, we, we, we try to find meaning of, in, in, in life, you know. And then sometimes people think that the meaning of life is to, 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 to have, you know, become wealthy and become famous, successful. Then I'd be happy, you know. This is they try to find meaning, and I rem- and then actually it's really when I when I grown up, and you know when I after married having my child, and especially after my mother passed away, and that really struck me. That is something that I never want to look at, and try to run away to look at. That is to face death. That is something that. When I was young, when I was thinking, oh, what am I hitting? If I grow old, and then I'm going to die. So after I die, what's next? Then I find it's, it's so, it's, you know, I find that it's very scary, you know. So each time when I come to this, I say, okay, forget it. So just put it aside. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm still young, so I worry about it. <laughs> when I'm older, you know, this is how we try running away from things that we, we, we look, we don't want to look at it because we feel unpleasant and we feel uncomfortable and we have lots of fear because you don't know what you're hating to, especially hating to the unknowns. They say sometimes we rather hold on to something that we know even bring us suffering. We rather hold on to that, but to, to, to hating to something unknown that is really. Very scary, you know, lots of fear. And I used to put it aside. But until my mom passed away, that's really struck me that I really look at it, look at that I have faced death. So what is really all, what is the meaning of life? You know, I, I try to investigate and contemplate on that. And I really slowly, and then, and then, then I come into the Dhamma. Before that, I, I hardly go, you know. I, I mean, I'm so call myself a Buddhist, but I'm only like a Vesak Buddhist, you know, like, you know. <laughs> like Katina, I go, and that sort of things, but I hardly go, you know. Then I started to be more, and I started to meditate, you know. And like, uh, um, keeping, uh, I, mean, I used to, uh, I mean, uh, I keep preset, but I don't always go to temple to offer dana, to practice generosity, to give. Then I started to do that. Then I can really see that it's a shift in my life. That I started to find more and more inner peace within myself because of when you give, 
you know, and and you, you know you and then I meditate. I started to meditate, and I find lots of joy and happiness within myself that I never experienced before. That because before that I can, the only option, the only happiness I know that is only getting what I like. You know, go to the beauty beauty salon, go to the hair salon, and spend hours. You know, beautify myself. You know, that that sort of things. And then I, I find that was I I enjoy doing that. But sometimes, uh, if you never experience, you don't have the other option of happiness. You think that this is happiness. It's just like when you're born. You know, with with your with your neck, your hand, your neck, your your leg. You know, if like with the shakers, you know, you tie, and then after a while, you know, you 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 used to it, isn't it? You don't see that it's a suffering, until when that is released, then you you realize that wow, I must have this freedom. Actually, when I stop doing that, I find that I have so much freedom. Before that, you know, every day going to going to, to work, you know, I have to look at my wardrobes, you know, I have to make sure that it's all matched, you know, with my hand. <laughs> Latest fashion, you know. And then and then you know if any any dinner I have to have to find a new I have to have to buy a new 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 outfit, you know, because because mostly you go for dinner the people that you always know, you know, and then you don't want that you ended up with oh again you wear the same outfit, you know. <laughs> Make sure that you don't repeat that, that, that this outfit, you know. That actually you keep doing that, but I don't see that is any suffering. I don't see that. In fact, I enjoy that, you know. But until when I stop doing that, I can see that such a relief. After that, when I I I, I give them out, you know, I just you know, uh, 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 very simply. I normally like a penguin. I like to wear white and black pants. <laughs> pen queen, you know, white blouse, you know, with a uh, uh, black pants. I feel so comfortable, so nice. I feel like a loss of, you know, such a relief, you know, not doing that. But I don't know why last time I think that I, I enjoy doing that. I don't know that it's suffering until and, and don't have to do it, you know. So much freedom, you know. So then, yeah, this is how I, I started to like move to more, you know, practice and stay in the monastery. Then I decided to. Uh, to become a nun because I asked myself what kind of lifestyle I would like to live. Do I continue with this kind of the lifestyle? You know, that because I, I at that time I really no longer interested in anything. Like I, I don't I don't go for dinner, I don't go out, you know, I, I, I just I just kept happily stay at home, happily just meditate, you know, I'm not interested, you know, you know all these things socialize anymore. Then I ask myself, what kind of lifestyle I want to live? Because I have to live until I die, isn't it? So that's like, uh, then I said, I have to, you know, what kind of lifestyle I prefer? Then I choose to become a nun. So to walk this path, because I, I have no idea of being a nun, but because I choose this lifestyle, because I enjoy this kind of lifestyle, because before that I, I, I spent lots of times in the monastery and I really enjoy the kind of lifestyle and of course I have to make a decision and the only thing that I'm really so attached to is my son <laughs> you know the only my only son you know like like my son is like my my my, my future my hope you know before that you know like everything you know 
And then I have to decide to, and of course it's not so easy to let go, you know. So at the beginning, I give myself all sorts of uh, excuse, you know, maybe he still need me actually. He, 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 he doesn't need me at all. He's already 18 and he's quite, he's quite independent because I, 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 he's been brought up that, you know, always, I always want him to make his own decision and quite independent and, you know, and, you know, eventually I feel like, you know, actually actually my son is not my source of happiness. Ultimately, I have to find the happiness within myself. I can't find happiness from any, even my son. Actually, it's within myself. So I make the decision to leave him. But he's very good. He's very encouraging. He said, Mom, go for it. If this is really what, is, this is what makes you happy, please go for it. And not to miss the, you know, to take up this Opportunities and he's very encouraging and and he's quite mature for his age. Yes, this is how. And I find that when the moment I decided to really, you know, when the moment you be the let go, you know, not to not so attached to him, actually you feel the kind of um, that shift, you know, that kind of relief, you know, when you attach to something, you feel that kind of like something you hold on to. And you feel that kind of a body is very tight, you know. But once you let go, give up, you feel the kind of relief. You feel the kind of like liberation, like free, you know. It's different. You sometimes you can't put a finger on You know how you can't express in words, you know. Actually, it reminds me of one lady. And she's very attached to her hair. And then, then she wants to take up this temporary ordination. So in Malaysia... And she told me that she been, you know, the the only thing she cannot let go is her hair because I have the shape of her hair. That at last, finally, she decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And she told me that it was a very good experience. She said when she shaved her hair, she feel that she said to me that, and this I never experienced this before. She, she said that that is the the inner peace, the calm that she never experience the kind of happiness within herself. Then I told her, I said, this is the happiness of letting go. <laughs> because she'd been holding on, you know, can't let go of her, of her hair, you know. Then the moment, the moment she shaved off, that she feel that kind of, you know, wow, it's so nice, you know, free, you feel that, you know. And, 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 and this kind of experience, you know. So that's why sometimes we keep thinking that we want to accumulate lots of things. I remember my my one my, my eldest sister in law, she always very, very busy. Have no time for her children at all. Don't have like always busy. I don't know why she's busy. She said I have to I have to I have to earn lots of money so that make sure that I have enough money in my bank account so that I have um uh uh like house car, everything for my children, you know. <laughs> and then she, I mean, her, her children hardly see her. She's always busy, you know. And, and, and this is how, and then her children grown up, she never really spend time with her children, with the, 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 the when her children growing up, growing up, like to have time, you know, to see how, you know, to spend time together. And then when the, when the children grow up, they all, they left he left her like you know some uh, going to uh, 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 three three children also left home to studies you know in uni and and 
she's been left, you know, like you know. And then and then I remember. And then she's like, for her is that like you know, uh, money, you know, car, house. That is, she want to have, she want to leave behind some inheritance for the, the the children, and also remind me of the other lady. She told me that she gave up her job. So that's why she have no income. And then the friend said to her, if you don't work, you have no income, then you cannot afford to buy a house. You cannot afford to buy a house for your, your, your son. Then I said, why your son need a house from you? I said, when he grown up, he can earn, you know, he can make his own, you know, he can earn his own living by his own house. I said, I said that is the best thing you can give your, your son to have time with him. You know, your love is much more precious than a house. Yeah. They say sometimes, uh, sometimes many parents think that, you know, I want to leave all these things. So actually, to, to, to teach them by, by example, you know, how to develop the mind, how to develop those uh, qualities. Because the inner beauty, the inner qualities that go with us when we die. So... At the end of our life, we can't take anything, isn't it? Nothing we can take with us. That is the that is whether whether you like it or not, that is going to happen. But we, we face it, you know. That's why we don't learn to let go now. You think you can let go last minute? You can't. You know, you can't use willpower to let go. You can't. So whether you you, you can't say wait uh, wait for uh, wait for a minute of you know let me until I, I I'm ready I'm ready to go. You can't. You know. You know. Times come. You need to go, and you can't take that out, take that with you. You know. But the quality of life, you know, and and not. Uh, how much money you know in the bank that, that is not the, 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 the best in inheritance is that to teach the children to live a good life, to live a virtuous life, to develop the mind, to have the qualities you know and to be a good person you know that's something is important but it's, it's not only the, the best teaching is teaching by example. Actually, is you know, it's not what the parent does. Actually, it's what the parents do. You know, not no, it's not what the parents said. You can tell them do this, do that, don't do this. You know, but you yourself not doing it, but not setting a good example. Like, like for me, like people say that, oh yeah, people think that I'm the eye, but oh yeah, they hate. Then you can do what you like. I can tell you, it's opposite. I have to be more careful. Because many pairs of eyes looking at me, <laughs> you know, you know, I have to be really mindful if I I do, you know, because it, because you know they 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 they're all looking at me, you know, because I have to teach by example. I cannot tell people you don't do this, you don't do that. Then I'm the one who doing it, you know, and it's not convincing, isn't it? They, they won't listen to you. That's why it's the actually the best teaching is teaching by example. So the parents teaching by example, that is the best, you know, inheritance that you can give to your children is not how much money, how much money in the bank you leave behind, but also that you know your your own qualities as well. Because if you live a good life, and actually you inspire your children. I remember uh, when my mom just passed. When my mom just passed away for the six 
uh, for the uh, first six months, I I still like when I, whenever I think of her, I still cry, and you know I grieve because I was thinking I was thinking I, I have lost this person in my life, such a wonderful person. Then after six months and one day that it just happened, that I I just suddenly said to myself, why I've been thinking that I have lost my mom. Why don't I look it? Why don't I look at it that I have this person in my life for thirty over years because my mom passed away that time I was in my thirties. I said, why don't I look at it that way? Why I look at it that I have lost this person? Then actually, the moment when I changed my perception, when I changed my way of looking at things, and I started to see, wow! I tried to reflect that the, all the good qualities of my mom's. She's no complaint. You know, such very very nice and 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 and, and wise lady. I feel that I'm so fortunate. I was thinking, wow, I'm so fortunate. I must have done lots and lots of good things, you know, good karma in my previous life to deserve someone like that in my life. Actually, since then, whenever I remember my mom, actually I have lots of happiness because I remember of her good qualities. You know, I have lots of gratitude, and 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 that, uh, and I really appreciate what I have. And actually, when you think of these positive qualities on another person, actually you grow that qualities. That's why if you if you have these good qualities, you 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 have this. You know, you leave behind the happiness. Also, like my mom, you know, I I feel happy when I remember her. So when I I told someone this, as I, I told one of our supporters, you know, you know that you know I'm I'm always happy. I don't feel sad now because I've I'm so grateful that I have someone, you know, like that in my life. And she said, Oh, I I I wish that my children, you know will remember me with a lot of happiness and joy. We all wish to have that, isn't it? Actually, this is something that is so precious. You, you, you can't buy, you know? Money can't buy this kind of happiness, you know? Not, even you have lots of money, you know? You can't buy this kind of happiness. And even though she's no longer here, my mom, but she's still in my heart. And, and she gave me she, the best. This is the best inheritance that she have left that I really you know appreciate that and very grateful that the love the joy that she that, that this is the best inheritance that she left behind so that's why it's a, those who have children so while they're young spend more time with them it's much more important. They grow up very quick. I can tell you when they grow up, they don't want you. Even my son, when he was 11, 12, he didn't even allow me to hold his hand. <laughs> he fling away, you know, and don't want to go out with me, you know. When he needs you, you know, that's the time, you know, to try to spend more time with them, you know, give them love. This is what they need, you know. That's why sometimes... People have been living throughout their life busy all the time, don't have one moment of peace. And just thinking that, you know, they keep thinking that, you know, my happiness will come at last. But at last, they find no happiness. <laughs> Isn't it? They keep looking for things. Oh, I finish this, I do this, you know, then I'll be happy. Then they're thinking that the happiness will, will waiting for them, you know. And somehow, there is a place that called happiness. 
and then you reach there, and then you're happy ever after. There's no such a place. The happiness, the inner peace, come from within. It's not without, you know, it's within you. You can't find any happiness outside, you know. And they, they, then they, they no, don't have one moment of peace. They say sometimes, you know, you start to, you know, develop, you know, practice present moment awareness. Bring your mind back to this moment. So our future is not lies ahead of, a, uh, ahead of us. We think for it to happen. Actually, it's within ourselves. It lies within ourselves. Because sometimes we spend so much time, isn't it, worrying about projecting into the future what might go wrong, you know, and then we try to think of all sorts of uh, 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 strategy, you know, how to counteract if that is something goes wrong. And sometimes even people, before they got married, they were thinking of they're going to divorce, you know. <laughs> Try to try to counteract, you know, and it actually remind me of the story that uh, this couple, this this couple, they're on the way to mar- to get married, and then they involved in 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 an accident, and they find themselves, you know, they, they pass they pass away, and they 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 are they're in the the heaven, you know, and waiting for Saint Peter to process them into the the heaven, and then while waiting for Saint Peter to come, then they start to wonder. They said, oh, I was wondering whether we still can get married in, in heaven. They said, okay, let's wait. We, we ask St. Peter. Then when St. Peter arrived, then they asked, oh, we were wondering whether we can we get married in the heaven. Then St. Peter said, oh, I'm not sure. This is the first time someone requests to get married in the heaven. So I, I'll find out. So St. Peter left. They waited after one month. And then still, 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 St. Peter still haven't come back yet. And then another month, two months gone past. And then, then they said, then they certainly, they start to wonder, oh, what if our relationship doesn't work out? You know, marriage doesn't work out. Can we get a divorce? <laughs> then, yeah, I think we better ask when St. Peter come back. And after one month come back, after three, three months, and St. Peter came back, and then they said, okay, yes, I, I, you can get married in the heaven. You know, I, I've already found, I already found, found a, a priest, you know. I get a priest for you, you can get married in the heaven. Then he said, but I have something to ask you. Can I ask you a question? He said, you know, uh, we were wondering, you know, if in case that, you know, our, our relationship, you know, doesn't work out, can we get a divorce? And this St. Peter with a red face was so angry and he slammed the clipboard onto the ground. He said, <laughs> he said, you have no idea. It takes me three months to get the priest up here. <laughs> and you have no idea how long it would take me to get a, 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 a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. This is how sometimes we live a life. It haven't happened yet, you know. We already, you know, thinking of before we even got married, also thinking of in case it doesn't work out. And then we, we got so much worry, isn't it? And we, we think that we try to control. We think that we make sure that things go according to, you know, make sure that we, we count everything, you know. We, we make sure that we have the plan A to Z, you know. <laughs> All the strategy, you know. And then 
life is this is how we spend our whole life, isn't it? Haven't got one moment of peace. So actually, I just we think, oh, it's so difficult. I said, not to worry so much. Take it one moment at at a time, one day at a time. So every day you wake up, you ask yourself, what can I give? What can I share? You know, because at the end of our life, whether you like it or not, you, you, how much money you have accumulated, also you have to, <laughs> you, you have to let it go. You know, you can't take it with you. You know, and 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 you know that you just share because when you share, you give give you so much joy and happiness. What can I what can I be of service? You know, give you the joy because the letting go won't happen overnight. They said when we practice generosity, you're letting go from a coarser level to more refined level. So at the beginning, okay, you give something, you know, you give it away, your material things, you know. Then slowly you give up things that you you, you would like to have it. And there is, you know, there is more than you let it, let go more, you know. And slowly, then you let go of uh, your more refined attachment. Imagine we can't let go of our hair, let go of our body, let go, you know, of even a dress, you know. You think last minute we can let go. So we train ourselves, let go from a coarser level to more refined level. So we practice generosity, you know, and let go little by little. So. Apply the practice in the daily life. Bring your mind, you know, uh, live in present moment awareness. Bring your, you know, your, your not not to always project into the future, you know. Practice present moment awareness. Apply that in your life, you know. If you have one moment, a present moment awareness, you have one moment of peace and one moment of freedom. Imagine if throughout the day, if you have a few moments of uh, uh, present, you have the uh, uh, a few moments of present moment awareness, so you have few moments of peace and few moments of freedom. So you free yourself, you know, not to bound by all those, you know, the attachment that we think that we can we can take it with us. That that our ownership, our possessiveness, we think that we own it. We think that we own our children, you know. So out, you know, towards the end of life. Be really, whether you like it or not, we have to let it go. No one can live forever, you know, but rather than to appreciate what we got, because sometimes you take it for granted, especially our loved one, spend more time with them, you know, to appreciate them. Sometimes I find that even when I was young, I think that I don't, I, I really, like when I was young, I really don't know how to appreciate my mom. Like my parents, my father, like you know, because they're always there for me. I take it for granted, and we tend to hurt them much more because we know that they are the one always forgive. You know what I mean? And then you know, they say sometimes that you, you, they say it's when we reflect on impermanence. Actually, it's not being pessimistic. Actually, we become more appreciative because we know life is precious. So while you know we appreciate whatever we got right now in this moment while we got it, so yeah, so spend more time you know appreciative and apply the practice the teaching into our daily life, and ultimately only we ourselves you know we we only through our own practice we free ourselves, no one else even our children, our partners 
No one. So if you want to find freedom, if you want to free yourself, your, lib- your own liberations, you have to work out for your own salvation. So there is this your own, this is an individual path. And when you leave this world, there's no one hold your hand to go with you. It's you yourself. So also be kind to yourself. So I offer this for Dhamma. Reflection may this teaching be benefit to all of you. Sadhu, sadhu. So any you. questions or comments? Yes. I can only take a, Few, a couple of questions. A couple of questions from the floor. Um, can I ask, like at the workplace, if you are being accused mm-hmm. by by the boss in mm-hmm. front of everybody, mm-hmm. um, how do you let go in these kind of circumstances? Oh, it's not easy yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how to react actually? <laughs> how to react? You know, so sometimes and 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 depends that uh, if. You will try to explain if they listen. But sometimes they don't listen to you, you know. And if they don't really believe what you said, so it's no point whatever you said, you know. I know sometimes when you keep quiet, they say you admit it. <laughs> when you say something, you try to cower. You know? Sometimes anyway also, like the Chinese say, anyway also die. <laughs> That's why you learn to, this is how you learn to let go. Actually, I have the experience, especially with my position. And then, you know, um, like, yeah, I've been accused all the time the thing I didn't do. And of course, at the beginning, you feel like, oh, how come people think of me like that, you know? But and then I, I, I look at it, no, I think, I, I was thinking, the most important thing is that deep down, you know you haven't done that. Because what's the point of like, you know, that's why you always come back to our inner integrity. So when the Buddhists talk about uh, truthfulness, actually it's in a more deeper level. It's uh, the inner integrity, the honesty. So we can cheat to the whole world. Being a such a wonderful person, everybody thinks that praises we are the good person, but deep down we are not. And we do all sorts of things behind the screen, behind someone's back, you know. And but deep down you know you will not have that peace. But deep down you know that you haven't done anything. So you know you that the, the your your inner integrity. You know that you haven't done anything. It doesn't matter what people say. Because sometimes you really cannot avoid uh, avoid. You know they said because I can understand that. They said I always even what I see. I don't always jump into conclusion because sometimes things it seems like that, but you know, that actually is not what you see. So always give the benefit of doubt. That's why sometimes people say, "Oh, yeah, sometimes someone complain to me things like that." And then I say, "Oh, this is what the person said." Oh, the person uh, uh, not telling the truth, the telling lies. I said, "This is what the person said." I said, "I choose to I choose to trust people because because when you when you have the dis- Distrust, 
you, you actually you don't have the peace of mind. You're always suspicious of that person, thinking of the all the you have those negative thoughts of the other person. Actually, I'm the one who suffer. So if the other person want to cheat me, it's the person problem. <laughs> it's not my problem. I choose to trust that is for my own benefit, for my own well-being. If the person want to cheat me, you know, or, or betray me, it's the person problem. Because the person, I don't have to, I don't have to. I don't have to responsible for the other person's action. But if I always, you know, being negative, you know, suspicious of others, I have to responsible for my own. So that's why I choose to trust someone is because for my own benefit. It doesn't matter if people if people people betray us or people accuse us or the 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 cheaters is fine. It's their business. Actually, it's not my business. But of course, it's easy said and done. <laughs> Sometimes it takes lots of uh, practice. And to have uh, uh, takes lots of practice. And um, the, 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 the calmness, the clarity in your mind to see, to see that. And because very easily, we, we, if you don't have the clarity, we can easily suck in and do that. But, you know, it takes a bit of practice. It's just a matter of time can be done. It's not something that is impossible. It's possible even though it takes a little bit of time and it's not easy. Yes, I know how is it like, I haven't done that, you know. And then if you so have the self-pity, you know. <laughs> but it took me a while, you know. I, you know, take me a while to, to, to really see that and yeah, to, to really not to be bothered by what people said. It's not easy. It takes time. Also take me some time, like, like, like now I don't care, you know. Sometimes people even send me, you know, some some comments on my YouTube talks or what. Even they say, oh, they got good feedback. I say, I don't care whether good feedback or whatever, whatever feedback. I say, whether give me give me excellent or bad, I don't care. I say, I say, I just do my best, isn't it? This is, I mean, I'm I can only do what I can, you know. So if they don't like it, too bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so if if he said, oh, they they banned me from giving talks, then good, I don't have to give talk. I go back and meditate, you know. <laughs> but sometimes it takes time to 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 you know takes a bit of practice to to really be able to learn to the letting go happen little by little. You know, yes. Sometimes you really, you know, it's not that I'm. I, I was. I wasn't born like this. Don't care, you know. But but I think a little bit come from my karmic um, inheritance. Even when I was young, I have the kind of mentality like that. I just want to remember the good things. So I was thinking, if I remember all this horrible thing make me unhappy. Why want to remember it? So I choose to remember happy thing. So this is how. More or less, my 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 attitude even when I was young. So I I I mean I let go quite fast. I think I, I I believe that this is come from my karmic inheritance, my previous. I no one taught me. It's just like when I was a childhood, I was just like that, you know. Just um, basically, I'm more a, a jolly person. It's just <laughs> even before I practice, okay. So, any questions or comments? Next question.
One or two more questions before Venable has to go for her lunch. So if you want to be born intelligent in the next life. <laughs> just now we have one intelligent person. <laughs> no? Okay. Going once. <laughs> Going twice. Going twice. Okay. Okay. Sadu, sadu, sadu. Thank you, Venerable. Uh, we will uh, let Venerable go for lunch while I uh, make some announcements.